0: Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you're new, get involved, share your teams on social media and drop this video a like. Let's have a like target then of 500, so smash a like on this video. I sent Justin on a scouting mission this morning. He was on an Evertonian fan channel. So, how are they feeling, Justin? Are they confident or are they a bit wary of us? What What was the vibe off the episode you did with them?
1: It was very good, actually. I enjoyed it. it Across the Park podcast, it's called. Um, it's just gone out, I think. Well, whenever this goes out. Um, the vibe from them is they are very worried still. Um, they've obviously chuffed that they've had these couple of results in the last two home games or two wins. But I, I expected them to be, not confident, but I expected them to think that they've got a reasonable chance against us. But... What he was saying was they, they they just think they're going to just sit back, basically soak up and, and try and hit us with a, a set play. That's He said they're attacking out, but he's very, very poor. Uh lewin looks like he's not going to play. I said, well, who's going to play up top? And he said, more pies. He said it's been a disaster, basically, since they signed for them. It will McNeil. There's nothing coming from them a lot. They've got three holding midfielders, back four, you know, Deutsch, prime dodge, in it? You know, just sit back and, and try not to concede and nick something from a set play or a long ball or a scramble or a mistake, which we've been prone to making obviously lately. So, they're not massively confident that, you know, they that they are a bit worried about this one. They He said he's hoping to get four, at least four points out of the last two home games. That was uh, Leeds last week and us this week. So, his he, his words were at the end. I'll snatch your hands off for a point right now. So I think that just shows the mentality of where they are currently. They're still well, not out the woods by a long stretch, and they are pretty worried about facing Villa, even though we've had a bit of a a ropey last two or three games, which shows where we are, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does because I think I think you know if you if you take in the last three games into things, you'd be thinking. We're absolutely shite, and uh, you know we, we, we're on a downer. But I've, it's, I've, it's far from that, in, in my opinion. Um, I do believe we are a good side, and we can pose anybody problems. You know, it, you know that the guy you were talking to was saying, you know, that they're lacking, you know, the ability to score goals and you know playing nice football. You look at the two goals we scored against Arsenal; absolutely playing wonderful football you know really well worked goals great finishing so you know we we are we, we we do create a lot we we look lively but again it's like we spoke about in the preview it's about us to this game and doing the right things and performing to the level that our manager wants us and expects us to perform at week in week out so we need to get back to that asap starting on saturday and i think we'll pose some problems i think there will be a big reaction me and ryan spoke about it um you know we were saying that we don't want the reaction to just be you know we we turn up and we we, we look all right it's got to be across the board 90 minute performance showing that um what we are all about and you know those 90 minute performances have been in 45-minute halves and everything like that. So we do really need to, you know, have a really good game. But, you know, I, I expect us to to be right up for this one.
1: So let's, uh, let's have a look. Yeah, at just before we do that, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think there's, our attacking output is pretty good. I think it's 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 been getting better by the week. Our flair players are getting better by the week. The only worry for me is keeping the back door shut, but we've been our own worst enemy there, haven't we, the last few weeks. It hasn't been particularly because the opposition have been fantastic, it's because we've been a bit bit wasteful, haven't we, at back, and a bit, you know, jittery, which hopefully won't happen.
0: No, and I think some of the centre-backs especially will be starting to... Feel like they need to start having some really good performances because there's a centre back that's getting ready to be in and around the, the match day squad. So both of them now have that little bit of, you know, they've got to they've got to keep they've got to perform out now because if they don't, then one of them will come out the side and eventually Carlos will go into that side, won't he?
1: Yeah. He's got to basically just, the back five, their only job on Saturday for me is just not conceding. I know that's an obvious thing to say, but they've got to be so focused on not conceding. We're going to be bombarded by by the sound of it. We're going to be bombarded by long balls, set plays, throw-ins, corners. They're going to throw everything into the mixer. And, and you know, when I asked him who I thought their biggest threat was going to be, and he said one of the centre-halves. So oh, yeah, yeah, he said they're. they're there from for him, their biggest threats, which says it all for where they are at the moment. So, the two centre-halves are going to be massively switched on. Um, the full-backs, obviously, tasks, especially Moreno, if it is him, we get him forward, but he's got to make sure we don't leave the back door open. And when we do play it from the back, which we're going to do, don't make any mistakes. Please don't make any mistakes.
0: Well, yeah, so we'll get on to all the, uh, how we're we going to beat him then, right now. So... Normally, we don't really say much about Martinez when it comes to predicted lineups, but he's going to want to put in a good performance here because the last game, I would probably say, was possibly one of the worst games he's ever had for Villa, I think. Um, Yeah. You know, so let's get back to what Martinez is good at. Let's try and be calmer on the ball. Let's use the ball better Um, because it's okay saying... Oli Watkins is crucial to Villa because he puts the ball in the back of the net. But Martinez is now really crucial because he's the one that's starting everything off. So when we, you know, have a goal kick or whatever, it's important now that his distribution is really good. And, you know, you might think, well, all he's got to do is kick the ball off the floor or, you know, pass it to a Villa player. But he's got to get it right. So he's got to make sure that he's... His distribution is really good because 48% distribution against Arsenal just weren't cutting it. So, you know, he, he's just got to get his head back into, into the game and perform to the best of his ability. So, um, Martinez comes back in. Um, so,
1: yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The problem is because of the way we play now, clubs know, and I'm sure they've been watching us, that we play it from the back a lot. So, they, 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 then they employ this high press on us which means when martinez receives the ball to his feet he's invariably got a couple of players pressing you know our center halves and that then brings kamara into play where he plays between the lines and tries to get it into his feet so you, you, there is literally no room for errors there and and, and and you know i'm sure he works on it in training because all goalkeepers now have to be good on the deck um he, i don't know just i think eliminate the Eliminate the really risky pass. If there's a player open and wide open, then great. Put it into his feet. Let's start building from the back. There is going to be a few occasions every game where that pass is a very, very risky pass. So for me, Martinez has got to be more aware of, of what he's playing into and, and his, his decision-making that has cost us a couple of times when he's fed it into Kamara's feet. Um, but then we saw it last night, the Champions League, didn't we? Alisson Becker he could have gone either way and he's gone straight at, at, at the on rushing forward. So, keepers are under a lot of pressure these days to, to, to be able to play out with the ball. So, I think he will improve. I, I do think he will improve, but um, I just hope he's on it on Saturday. Really do, because they're going to be... One of the things they're going to want to do is press us and try and make us make a mistake after watching us the last few weeks make mistakes from the back. It's going to be a key point for them, I think.
0: Yeah, and... Um... I feel like this might be a game, this is just a hunch, that we see the best of us playing out from the back, and I'll tell you why I think this is the case, because I think we can move Everton around the pitch a bit, and I think if you look at how structured Everton need to be, you know, they're now playing with three central midfields in the middle of the park, so whichever way you look at it, whether it's one holding two that are a little bit further forward if we have the ball then it's a three um engaging wise i think they would maybe be reluctant to to full press on us because if we if they press us a lot then it means that there's gaps all around the pitch so um i i think we might see a good version of villa um with the ball as well, so I think so.
1: I mean, I've, I'm going. I'm looking at their formation and I'm looking at their stats on based on the Arsenal game. I, I'm discounting the Leeds game because Leeds were absolutely terrible. They never had a shot on target. So I'm basing their performance, the statistical data, and their formation on the Arsenal game, which is a team of Arsenal. Obviously, Arsenal were going there to win the game. They would have been very, very disappointed. So. He's definitely a four at the back, three defensive midfielders and then the three up top are just feed off whatever you can get basically Um, and they only had 30% possession in that game and they won 1-0 so that feeds into what he was telling me this morning that that, that they're not bothered about having the ball they're bothered about defending very, very well, keeping a clean sheet and praying they can just pick a goal from somewhere Um, they've only scored 17 goals in 23 games this season which is the joint worst with wolves, so they're not, you know, they've not got goals in them, have they? But one is always enough if you can keep the back door shut. So that's what that's what Doshi's basically doing. He's don't don't concede a goal, and if we can get a goal, great. If we can't, then we'll take a point and move on. Yeah, cool.
0: So, Justin, who's playing left back and right back?
1: I think we stick with Moreno and Cash. I do. Um, they were brought back in last week. Obviously, we conceded four, but. I'm sort of discounting the last two goals because they were just madness, wasn't it? Um, I think 90 minutes, basically, we held Arsenal and we did pretty well going forward. So, I think he sticks with them. Moreno obviously has that adding attacking flair to us. Um, and it's it's no good chopping and changing these positions as well. Young's had a good run. Luca Dean was sort of given a good run. Uh, but I think it's time to know. Try and re establish Cash and Moreno as our first choice fallbacks, which I think they probably are, to be honest. Now,
0: yeah, Mings, Consa will be the two centre backs for this game as well. So, um, yeah, I, I just feel like going into this game, they will have had a stern talking to, they will have all sat down and re established. Where we are and what we're trying to do, uh, and that message will come would have come across really loud and clear from Unai Embry this week. So this is why I think there's going to be a big reaction from Villa in the way that we do play in this game because I I would I can't imagine it's going to fall on deaf ears. So it feels to me like some of them would have had a bit of a warning as well. So. If if this goes wrong in this game, then I would see some changes coming into to the next games, and I, and I would imagine that some of them will be sitting out on the bench for a bit if it, if it doesn't really go well. What what are your thoughts on it, then?
1: Yeah, I think I think you know Contra and Mings are, are our first choice, aren't they? And I think well the back five, you know that if you ask hundred Villa fans, I would think. Ninety of them would say that that was our strongest back five, isn't it? So, you know, they've just got to almost put put aside what's happened over the last three weeks. City away is always a difficult place to go and get a clean sheet anyway, and the two last two home games have been just. I mean, I called the Leicester game a one-off; that won't happen again. And then, and then we go and do it again two weeks later. Different side of circumstances, because we, we, we gifted Leicester you know, three goals, whereas I think Arsenal you know, did play, they did create a lot of good chances and, and they've got very, very good players, haven't they? Um, so the difference between that, that this is why I'd, I'm going to this game mega confident, because they're not Arsenal, they're not Man City, they're struggling for goals, they are still low on confidence by the sound of the fan base, the one I spoke to anyway, so... We've got to just impose ourselves on the game. You know, that starting eleven, which more or less I think will be the same, as we'll get to this week. It's more than good enough to get to Goodison and win the game. You know, providing they're all on the game and they're all focused. And there's nothing will focus you more than coming off the back of three straight losses and conceding loads of goals, because the manager is going to be refocused and absolutely intent on on making sure that that this run doesn't continue. And and he'll be telling them all exactly that. You know, you redouble your efforts. You've put twice as much effort into this, this week. You make sure you stick to my plan of where I want to play. This team is going to play like this. Uh, and as long as you do all them things, then I think we'll win the
0: game. 100%. So, I'm going to say McGinn. McGinn's yeah. back, back in, still in. Um, energy is going to be important in this game to match... Um, Everton's intensity, especially in the middle of the park, Um, I think second balls are going to be important to win those. Um, So I think McGinn needs to get back to what he's been doing, you know, what he's been doing well at under Unai Emery. Uh, Buendia seems to play well against Everton as well. He got the winner last season, didn't he? So um, I think Buendia's in, but again, it's going to be a bit of a... A, a, a physical one, should we say, Decore is physical, Onana, um, Adrisagana, Awobi. So it's important that Buendia is he's, he's up for a bit of a, a battle, you know, he's, he's strong in this game. He helps support Moreno as well. So um, I think Buendia's got to, you know, really be on it as well.
1: Yeah, I think the three in the middle there—Kamara, Louise and McGinn—basically, it's, it's not a straight matchup because they play a, a, a what you pretty class as an old-fashioned four-three-three three, or a four-five-one. Even if if McNeil in the way be sort of tucking to the either side, so so it's going to be them three against Decoré, uh, Adrissa Gay, and, and 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 Arna. So I would back them three against Everton's three all day long. So then it just comes down to which front three. He's going to create the chances and score the goals. And and again, based on what I was speaking to this morning, he's got zero confidence in their front three, even creating a chance, let alone taking one. So we've got to be very confident that Bredeer's been in pretty good form. I'm really pleased with Coutinho. I'm chuffed to bits with, with how he's looked the last couple of games. I was at the City game and he looked great when he came on. He really looked sparky again. He looked... He looked like, you know, bubbly, which is what you want to see. You want to see him wanting the ball and the little tricks and flicks and stuff that weren't coming off earlier in the season. And then he sort of his head was dropping a bit, thinking, "Oh, it's just not happening. It's just not happening." They're they're coming off now a bit, and and the goal have done him wonders last week. But dear's little step over, fantastic, you know, a vision and, and sort of awareness of what's around him, and 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 a goal is hopefully he's just going to go from strength to strength now, and we'll see him really, really flourishing. Almost, you know, after the end of the season he had last year when he first arrived from January onwards. Um, so, yeah, I'm buzzing to see the, the two, the sort of little 10 magicians coming <laughs> into the game. And um, So, do you uh, think it's going to be Coutinho? I think so, yeah, I do. I, I just can't make a case for, I thought that Duran had a good chance last week of starting and he's obviously choosing to just ease him in slowly, which I think, Given benefit of hindsight, from from me, from me, he's the right thing to do. He's a young lad, come from America, finding his feet in a very, very competitive, tough league. So why chuck him in? And, and um, whilst I think he would be okay, I think the risk is you're going to chuck him in and have a bit of a stinker, and then he gets he has to be hauled off at some point because he's just not impacting the game. You're far better off putting the young lad on with ten, fifteen to go when. You're either chasing the game because you're losing and he's got nothing to lose or you're ahead and he's he's confident when he bobs on the pitch because that's what he looks like, doesn't he? So, I can't make a case for Bailey at all. Coming back in, I don't think he's done enough off the bench. He's got to try and somehow make his way back into the team and it's obviously too soon for for Torore. So, yeah, I think the front three picks himself. And
0: then Watkins up top. You know, we we said... well and happy we are for him in the in the preview as well so um just more of the same five out of five for me please What? one thing i am gonna say if i come on this podcast on saturday and we have conceded off a corner or a set piece i am gonna be absolutely livid right i will be livid because this is the one area in which Everton are gonna look to hurt Aston Villa. So I want McPhee or whoever's on these corners because it's not necessarily McPhee. Because I saw uh talking uh tactics, tension uh corners, and we doing the same corner setup as what uh Villa Real did, so we sort of have um a couple of man markers and then a couple of zonal and one at the front post. So it's about everyone doing their roles correctly and fulfilling and organizing and talking to each of that. So I've said my bit on set pieces, <laughs> Justin are you to be living as well because I'm telling you.
1: Well yeah I mean set plays is such a difficult thing isn't it to, to defend against because there's so many factors go into when the ball gets chucked into the box with people movement, you know the ball, you know is it is it right on the spot where the where, the, where all the Everton players are expecting it to be, or is he just missed it? Is he gone short and somebody happens to run there and flick it in? It's there's so many things that can go wrong with a set play, but I don't mind this approach. To be honest, I mean, what do you do? Do you go full man mark and just hope everybody's switched on and goes with a man? Or do you do what he's doing? You pick up their main threats, which are going to be probably Cody, Tarkovsky, and maybe Decore, because he's a big lad, isn't he? Calvert-Loon won't be playing, so we're not going to worry about his aerial threat. He's phenomenal in the air. And then do you just sort of zone or mark from there? You put them in the, in the sort of most... I mean, they'll have all this data to hand. So they'll know the areas where you're most likely to score a header from. So it's sort of along the six yard line, I would say, along the goal. You know, if you're getting a free header along there, you, you, a professional footballer should be putting it on target. So I don't mind it because if you're covering all the main areas and you've got a couple of players on there, real big threats, you shouldn't really be conceding from a corner as long as everybody's switched on it and, and, and ready to go. So I'm with you. I mean, I saw the reaction of. Um, McPhee after the game and he was fuming wasn't he, with, with, uh, with the one that we conceded to Arsenal where he went short and, and he's just walked waltzed in um, basically and buried it. A bit like the, the, the goal against Stevenage, wasn't it? Very, very similar and that wasn't yeah. switched on. So yeah, I will be, but, but uh, that's probably one of the main bits of a game. You can sort of do something about it, be ready for set play. So there is a real, after the game, if you've conceded, then somebody is to blame because whoever you know, if you're picking a man up and he scores, it's on your head, isn't it? So it <coughs> excuse me. You can't you can't really go hide him when you can see from a set play. So, yes, let's just hope they're all phenomenally switched on. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. just, <coughs> just on the Watkins thing, I, I'm, I'm so pleased for Ollie Watkins, honestly. It's it is, it is lovely to see him in, in a real purple patch. Um, the, the sale of Ings, I think, has... Just gone in his favour. I, I I think we said that he's he's been given the keys to the to the city, hasn't he? Really, he's, there you go, yeah. mate. You're a number one striker. You're not. You're going to play every game, and he's he's grabbed that with both hands and both feet, and um, he's he's flourishing, absolutely flourishing, and he should be going to Goodison on Saturday, hoping for one or two. Really, I would think because he's going to get chances, so hopefully he can bury another one. So I'll be backing him to to score on Saturday. I think.
0: Definitely. Cool. Right, so we'll end it there then. Cheers, everybody, for watching. We'll be back for our press conference reaction um, after Unai am with Pressa, um on Friday. So cheers for watching. Up the villa.
1: Up the villa.